Hi, this is Joe Phyllis, and you're listening to Rushcast, a podcast all about Adelaide Rush ice hockey. Okay, so I'm here with uh, Joe Phyllis, goalie with the Adelaide Rush. Uh, first time we've had you on as an interviewee subject, I guess, Joe, but you've featured on the podcast before and on um, RHD Radio, which is kind of the radio show that I run as well, that has sponsored the team over a number of years as well. How are you going? Thanks for coming in. Thanks. No, thanks for having me, uh, trying to blow out the, the Christmas cheer and uh, welcoming you in the new year. So all good. Yep. So because you, you work in a restaurant as well. So your Christmas period, well, were you actually open during the whole thing? Because I was noticing that over Christmas and New Year, there was heaps of places that shut down over that period of time, which really struck me. But you were open and absolutely booming from what I hear. Yeah, great year of trade. And um, because we're where we're located, we're in the heart of all the shopping. Um, so it's a big uh, mecca for us. So, yeah, busy time of year, but we get a break uh, coming up into the new games for, for Melbourne. So that's much well-timed yeah. bright holiday. Yeah. yeah. So that's all happening next weekend uh, is the next games with Melbourne. But before we kind of get into all that kind of stuff in this season, I just wanted to go back and have a little, little, little look at the historical stuff. Now... You're a bit of a funny one to research because there's a lot of weird conflicting information about what role you played in the teams, in the Assassins team and in the Adrenaline team leading up. Look, I'm sure there's nothing conspiratorial about the whole thing. I think that you definitely played, just that information wasn't quite um, complete. Actually, just give us a bit of a rundown at kind of your history and you can kind of clean up the rumour mill once and for all. Yeah, okay. So um, there are pictures of me in Assassin jerseys. Um, uh, I didn't play any games for the Assassins. Um, oh, okay. I trained with them. Um, at that point, um, I really had a backseat to hockey at that point. I was playing um, local level. Um, it wasn't – and I was friends with all the girls and uh, Botsy has obviously been a mentor of mine Um John Bottrell, former coach, he's been a mentor of mine since I was a kid. He was kind of like my second dad when I was growing up. So I was I was always in the background. Um, and then it wasn't until um, uh, Ad- Adrenaline where Joseph came to me and said, hey, do you want to start taking hockey a little bit more seriously? And that's when he I was involved completely from then on. So uh, that was four seasons ago. Yeah, so that would have been. Did that coincide with when Michelle left and went over to Melbourne? Uh, no. So Michelle and I were goalie partners for a year. So it was actually uh, th- the three of us. It was Claudia. Oh, so there was three of you. Okay. There was Claudia, myself, and uh, Michelle. Um, I, so the last season before she moved to Melbourne, um, we were all a goalie triangle. Um, there was Claudia being. Uh, uh, future doctor she was studying and couldn't really commit to a whole season Michelle had injury so Yosef said we need someone else to come in and he asked if it was time for me to step up and I went okay fine I'll start committing to hockey a little bit more and realize how much I loved it and realized that the the level above which I'd always been a little bit you know, uh, scared of maybe uh, trying for. Like, um, I went, okay, I enjoy this level and I want to get better at it. So that really took everything in a different um, direction for me. So does that mean then that within two years of starting to play national hockey, you were playing for the Australian team overseas? Correct. (laughs) (laughs) How did that come to be? Like, that's that's a really short period of time to be doing that. And you had a great um, run over there because... 
you were playing uh, uh, Div. Oh, how did it work? You were playing Division Two B, and you beat uh, Mexico and Belgium in that run as well. And then the team that followed that uh, ended up winning the whole sort of championship. So you sort of you softened up the opposition, <laughs> re- ready to go. But what was that experience like playing for Australia overseas? Uh, it really um, defined me as a player. Really, um, when you there's so many different levels to get there so you've got obviously that that barrier to make a dub in the first place then to train your butt off basically to get into the australian team i was lucky enough that uh, at that time um you know adelaide our squad in general we'd sent seven players that year from our squad we we were quite a dominant force at that time so um and then also they had changed uh training programs they had um uh, a new trainer called James come on board for the Australian team and they just made us basically hit the gym every day um hit the ice two three times a week so when we got to the to um the Czech Republic and Spain we were all of us were in peak position uh, you know physical ability like um uh performance I don't think my body's ever been as well oiled as that before like um and that's at what 34 34 I think it was and um wow, yeah. yeah and since uh, since then I've kind of been just riding that that health ever since I haven't been injured since that time so um yeah it's just you just got to work really hard it's and it's about fitness it's all about fitness yeah, yeah. and when you actually pulled off some of those wins especially against Mexico because they ended up uh, getting the silver in that um, division that year mm-hmm. what does that feel like to actually feel that you know that, that a team that really is so close to the heart of where hockey is uh, uh, you know falls to Australia yeah, it's um, it's really exciting just to for every goal that goes in and every cheer there there is. We had a great support base in Spain as well. We had a lot of people just get behind the team. Uh, we were going to schools and you know visiting kids and you know they came to visit our games as well. So it was really nice to have a backing even a different in a different part of yeah. the world and um, I don't know. It's just a sheer excitement of you know. It's not just. With world hockey as well, you have that 20-minute warm-up beforehand and you go back in the change room for another ice resurface in before you start the game. So it's kind of... <laughs> yeah. And the whole process is about three hours for one game and so you just get caught up in that whole experience. So, And being able to be on the ice with really professional players um, from all around the country is mm-hmm. just... It, it, it's just a feeling you can't really describe. I was going to ask you before, when you first started, you've always gravitated towards being a goalie, haven't you? That was something you've always done. What is it that, that about that particular role on the ice really spoke to you and thought, yeah, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to go for that part? <laughs> well, when I, when I started playing, um, there was a women's league um, back in the mid-90s. Uh, we had some really good uh, um, coaches that put together a league and there was three teams just in Adelaide just playing against each other each week. And I started to skate out and I just didn't understand it. I, my brain just didn't. <laughs> I'm a lot better now. Like, I get the game now, but and I'm a lot better of a player now, like, if I go out and skate out in a shinny and that sort of, that sort of thing. But um, I just didn't get it. And But as soon as I got um, – uh, we had an illness or an injury one time and someone said, oh, can you strap the pads on? And ever since, it just clicked. Yeah. Um, and from there, obviously, I've learnt to love it for different reasons. So I love being a goalie because I have an individual – uh, you know, counter like for a performance. So I get to be on the ice all times. I've got uh, a, a, a huge responsibility. I love pressure. Um, it's kind of 
you're, you're part of the leadership group even if you if you are nominated or not because yeah. you've got that pivotal role um so yeah i, I just gravitate towards it because it's a individual responsibility and also being part of a team you yeah. get that beautiful thing of being able to play with others but still have your own role which yeah. is great do you feel that you have a bigger responsibility than than the other people um the other players who are actually on ice uh um i don't know how to how to put it really but do, do you feel that there's a real weight of responsibility on you there uh yeah i don't think it's as uh necessary my responsibility is different from any other uh, any other players but i think i get held accountable a little bit more um it, it's kind of like that it's very transparent when the goalie isn't performing yeah. everyone can see it and if they are then you're at, you know basically treated like heroes so it's kind of one of those things and and um it comes part of the parcel sort of um yeah, and you when you do have a bad game or something goes wrong, get, you know you really do feel it. You do take that weight on, but yeah. it does also help you perform better. Like the next, whenever I have a bad game or a bad training, the next thing I want to do is get back on the ice again. It's the, just yeah. one, it helps. It, it it makes you stronger. Yeah. yeah so. How important is it uh, for a goalie to have a really good relationship with people in defence? Oh, I think it's the whole team, but defense, defense-wise, yes. I yeah. think, I think um, you know, I get I get along really well with Candice and uh, Kirsty. Obviously, getting um, better friends with the others as well, because obviously we've got such a transient team. Um, but yeah, we have our own sort of language in some ways. We have yeah. our own in jokes. We, you know. Uh, you, you have to, but uh, you have a great relationship for yeah. the whole team. The, the reason why I ask that particularly is I'm sure that, you know, a whole team relationship is really vital, but I can imagine that if, if it comes down to it, that uh, that relationship between goalie and defence, that if, you know, there's some sort of error made by people in defence, all of a sudden the pressure's on you and you've lost that, that line of protection. And likewise, if they feel that um, um, something that's come through has been fairly simple or whatever, and you've, you've you missed the opportunity to grab it and it's gone through, there would be very, very easy, I'm thinking, for it to kind of, you know, to create, uh, uh, you know, a sense of, of ill feeling that everyone's lifting the same amount. Mm. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm completely wrong on that, but I can imagine it's important that, that there's a strong... Uh, uh, relationship with a lot of jokes and a lot of good humor yeah, yeah. well it's a de- definitely against it's trust is a big thing yeah. so i need to trust that my my d's are gonna like step up when they need to uh, man up when they need to they need to trust me that i'm gonna make the, the the save so you know when that doesn't work you'll find that the the d's will sometimes creep up on you they're trying they start trying to do your job um you know, there's a that you can start, you know, yelling at each other a little bit more than we what you need to. You know, so you know, it's kind of like that that relationship between a, a a bass player and a drummer. You know, it's kind of like when it works, it works, and it's really you know you can see it's seamless. But yeah. when a little mistake happens, then obviously you need to pick that up again and like get back in time with each other. So yeah, no, I like that analogy a lot. So at the end of uh, the 2015-16 season. Am I thinking about this right? No. When did, and that was when the adrenaline changed to the rush at that particular point. Right, that's right. So from your point of view, I know that you were really involved in kind of the organization and the management of the team up until that time. How was that change for you? How was that uh, something that was, that that really improved the running of the team? And what sort of things happened along the way that um, made it smoother or bumpier? Okay, so to have um, the pressure of, 
not uh, of managing and playing taken away it was a big thing for me I could finally concentrate on just being a goalie again which was it was nice you know rocking up to the each game waking up in the morning not having to talk about anything but you know my preparation was yeah. excellent um, the other positives from that is obviously we had a board formed so you know where before I was kind of doing it by myself so having um, hard, man. it was a lot so of work pressure. I think it actually probably put a lot of pressure on my last job as well that sort of thing yeah. you know that what these guys do, which is the, the committee for uh, Rush, what they do is it, it's so much work. Um, and, you know, I, as someone who's had to do that, um, I would, you know, I have so much um, appreciation to them for taking on that role because it's, a, it's, that, it's crazy on how much politics there are, the rules that you have to communicate back to, you know, a... Um, IHA, um, the other committee members around the country, it's, it's a lot of work. Mm. So, um, you know, having a, a board there, having a good coaching team, you know, um, taking over that responsibility is amazing. And we've seen it definitely in the last two years on how well the club has, is, is being run. Um, you know, the, the, we're getting a lot of more fans and supporters as well because of just obviously that organisation getting that name out there, and yeah. you know, it's, and you can see it by the games as well. People come coming in the merchandise and supporting the girls on the on the um, on the ice, so it's really good. Yeah. Cool, lovely. So you've uh, the the first season uh, there was a lot of. Uh, a lot of the experienced players from the Adrenaline were still there. Uh, there was also a lot of younger players, people with a lot less experience. So as a result, the the kind of, I guess the result of the end of that reflected the fact that there was a lot of inexperience there on the team. But th the thing that really struck me was that um, even though the team did finish fourth overall at the end of last season, the, the morale and the feeling of enthusiasm was still so incredibly high. Um, how, how do you maintain morale uh, in, in a team when the results haven't gone the way that, that you want them to? Uh, I think it's reiterating the bigger picture last year. Last year was basically a survival year. Um, how do you mean? As in, we, we lost a lot of experienced players. We had to call upon inexperienced players and ask them to do something that was completely out of well not completely but definitely out of their playing scope at that point um uh you know fourth line fourth line players i you know air, air quotations fourth play, line players were probably playing you know part second or third line so it's kind of last year was difficult for a lot of people and like to to keep morale up you, you have to sort of say guys we're doing this to keep Adelaide hockey alive yeah. basically if if we give up now or we hang our heads now we're not going to have a team and to lose that in um, this league if you drop out or uh, you don't get your license back for another two years like, so like wow. it's one of those things that you have to just keep on pushing that point and go, okay, girls, let's just keep going out there and let's keep on playing and enjoy hockey for what it is, really, um, which is playing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and just keep on going. <laughs> you know, players like Lily May, um, you know, the fact that she's come back for a second year and, you know, you can see the huge improvement. Mm. Um, you know, players like her, you know, you've got, then we've got new players like Sally uh, Wilson. She's doing some great things out there too. You know, we're putting her on a third line centre and she hadn't played centre before. It's just like, you know, good on her. So there's, 
there's some big improvement, especially with our rookies, um, that this year there's a little bit less pressure put on them. They can go out there and enjoy the hockey a little bit more without having to think, oh, okay, what what's going to happen this year? Is, is this our last year as a rush sort of thing? So it's... um. It's definitely a year where we can just go out and and play and be competitive and take it to some the other teams um, where last year it just wasn't the case. Well, it looks like a new team this year. It really does. It's kind of looking at the comparison to where it was with the um, uh, amount of teamwork, collegiality, professionalism, a whole stack of new players. The, the playing lineup's really different because, you know, Sari's not playing, Kelly's not playing, Candice is back, um, and playing better than ever, I think. Yeah. Really, she's got a real, you know, real um, a real fire in her this year that's really wonderful to see. Yeah. Uh, not so that she's never had it before like that's that's not it but there's she's sort of come back in with I think the year off really did something to renew the vigour and that was really awesome and you know then the extra imports coming in Hannah and Ashley but also one of them being appointed captain that uh, you know, and she's done a great job. She's been really wonderful. It was a bit of a surprise, though, that the import would all of a sudden someone who hadn't been on the team before. How was that? How did everyone um, sort of receive that? Um, I think it helps the fact that the girls, um, uh, Ashley and um, especially, they were here early enough to get about six trainings in before the start of okay. the season. So I think that really helped because really in my mind there was no other choice. Really? Yeah. I got I got asked this question by some of the Sydney girls. I'm friends with them, uh, a couple of girls from over there, and they went, "What, what's the deal with your import?" Like she's being honest. She goes, "What's the deal with your import being named captain?" It's like, well, it was it was literally the the best choice. Yeah. The way Ashley, um, her positivity is on the not only the ice but the change room. Obviously, her playing ability mm-hmm. um, really. Uh, and she, the way she lifts up other players this season, you see Tess performing really well, Nat, um, Aris performing really well. Um, where because they're literally bouncing off that new talent that's come into the team, so um, there's no question to me. Yeah, yeah, Ashley's definitely the captain. Wow, that's that's pretty amazing that that she seemed like the obvious choice right from the get go. And I mean, as a res- and the results speak for themselves. I mean, you look at the the top 10 goal scorers in the league she's number one Nat's number two and you know Tess number six which I I really love you know because Tess is just got such a great uh, she's such a great bundle of energy Um, but she is just playing better and better and better and because I know she's also playing with the Jokers in the off season as well and is just so absolutely obsessed with hockey in every way i was following her on uh, facebook and instagram over the last few days and she's over in canada again yeah, every, year, every, <laughs> every year. year uh and uh and so the the speed as well that she's getting as well is, is amazing she's getting faster and faster over time yeah i think also with tess i mean she's relocated uh for work to sydney um i don't know how long for but she's been over there for a little while and i think just having that little bit of separation you know tess is what she's a she is like one word to describe as an overachiever um overachiever yeah. slash high achiever you know every, everything she touched Doc, she, you're talking about dr tess yeah dr tess really. yeah, exactly <laughs> um you know and that's why i love her that she she'll put every effort into everything she touches so um but i think also having her performing well with her work um she can 
finally just come back and play hockey. She put a lot of pressure on herself last year um, to be that that score and it didn't I don't think it really I think that pressure probably um, gotten away with her performance a little bit but this year she's just come in with a completely different scope on it and uh, you can tell that she's definitely feeding off um, Ashley and Hannah um, you know it's just new blood you know you get to play with new people it's just fun and you get to work things out and you get to be taught new things and you know it's just uh just a different challenge yeah so let's get on to the the uh the nuts and bolts of it the games and what's happened and what's coming up before we get into kind of what's coming up i just want to touch base a little bit about the last set of weekend games that you played against melbourne now you're going to be playing against melbourne again but over there um coming up uh next weekend now the first uh, the Saturday game was just literally um, knife edge close right up until the very end like two minutes to the end was when uh, Melbourne finally got the last goal in the last period super close super tense absolutely fantastic game the Sunday game was a roller coaster right from the start right till the end because um, Adelaide scored I think it was four goals in the first period yes. and the first goal within the first five minutes and they just kept rolling and rolling and rolling and it was incredible and and at the time I, I, I was thinking to myself the team has really hit their stride now and could really compete against anybody like really this kind of a game even against a team like Sydney would really have them you know struggling to keep up so the game then went through and then in the last period look something clearly changed something absolutely happened i guess what i'd love to know is is what was happening in that first period that made it all go so well and what happened in the last period that changed the balance of power in that regard well i think um if we just uh, go back to the saturday game quickly um Yosef, our coach, basically came in after the game and said that's the best game he's ever seen the Rush play um, in two seasons. And one of the reasons why was is consistency. We went out there and played three solid periods of hockey. We were back-checking, forward-checking, so we had pressure on the player um, the whole game. Um, positioning was awesome. It was just that that constant momentum the whole game. When it came to Sunday, obviously we started off with the same energies we left it the day before, but we just weren't playing. We didn't play a consistent game. So when we we basically there was a turning point. Um, obviously going into the break, we started to take the the foot off the pedal. As soon as we scored that fourth goal in the in the first period, you could see us just drop. Our energy just stopped. Did you get a feeling that after that fourth goal, you were kind of go, oh, well, we got this one. Yeah, uh, well, Yosef definitely saw it. He he, and being on the bench, I you know I could sort of see that everything was. It, I think it was just a level level of being content. Yeah. Um, and Yosef was firing rockets at that point, going, "Don't let this go." Um, second period, he could see it just declining. Um, and again, going into that third break, he 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 just kept on reiterating, "Don't get." get it back get the energy back up um because yeah he could he, he pegged it right from the start because yeah. it, it's so much easier to to play at your higher level when you're losing because you're chasing 
but to keep a lead it's a lot harder yeah. so and unfortunately when you're playing someone like, as a professional unit like Melbourne yeah. if they're four goals down they're gonna go out and kill you like and, <laughs> and that's what they did they, they you know they just wanted it yeah, more they were ferocious man they were ferocious it was embarrassing for them you know like they, they felt embarrassed and they did something about it yeah. and unfortunately we were, weren't experienced enough in that position to hold on to it and, and keep it you know, or get any better. So, um, you know, we were. That was the first time we'd had a, f- a four goal lead ever in the in our in the rush jersey. So, yeah. you know, like it's a, it was a learning curve. Um, you know, we've only ever been you know one or two goals up before. To be four goals up, you know, it's. I, th- I think it was just the case of being in a position we'd never been in before, and uh, not knowing what to do with it. So yeah. yeah, this this was the first time you'd played Melbourne so far this season. Um, do you feel that you're going to go into these next couple of games? I mean, it's probably you know answering my own question here, but you feel like you're going in there with a lot more kind of sense of wisdom and experience on handle how to handle this team. Oh, definitely, and I think also just being into that second half of the season now, we've played everyone, we know how we play a lot better, um, and yes, also having a really. Cl- a, tight game on the Saturday and then knowing what it is to be to lose a game because we lost it ourselves on the Sunday I think that's going to help us um, walk into Melbourne nice and fresh we also have the excitement of playing on Mel- uh, Melbourne's ice um, a lot of people will go oh it's a disadvantage to play away but in some ways when you play Mel- on Melbourne's ice it's just it's such a beautiful um, establishment that is got, you know the new girls are going to walk in there and go holy hell what is it <laughs> <laughs> um, and so yeah you've got a, a nice clean sheet of ice you've got great facilities and you know I think we'll be able to Take, take it to him again in the first game yeah well look I can't wait to be watching it on the feed I guess that'll be good and um, Eric and um, uh, the, the the people that he's working with are doing a great job with the the, um, the the feeds are looking so much better and much more professional now which is very exciting now I know that um, I'd be curious to know from you who your kind of sort of picks for the season so far have been in terms of players players who you've seen this year have kind of like really jumped out at you um, as someone who's been on the team for such a long time from this squad from yeah, our squad yeah from the squad um, from I've never seen Kirsty Venus play as well as she she has um, she's taken her fitness level up a lot in the last year she's doing a lot of off-ice training I think that's just for a personal like happiness and it's paying off on the on the ice um, so and her general attitude like um, you know she's growing up you know she's she's not a kid anymore you know she's you know she's like 20s now yeah late yeah she's 26 and uh, you can really see her maturity as a player and also as a person come through so I'm really happy with Kirsty um, uh, obviously the new imports they're great to be around as well and um and like I said, uh, uh, Sally, she's doing some really good uh, work um, as a rookie. Uh, she's out on the ice all the time training, trying to get better, uh, as, as well as Lily May. And also Shania. Shania has come over from um, Inline. And she's uh, 15 or 16. What? And she's playing second line and Whoa. she's getting she's getting shots on net. And it's, yeah, it's really exciting. I to didn't s- know she was that young. That's yeah, crazy. she doesn't look it. It's kind of scary for her parents but um <laughs> she, she, she um she's just a good kid and she's great to have around and she's starting to sort of come out with humor and that sort of thing too and um and uh yeah just seeing her tran- transition from inline to ice uh and those the struggles that come 
along with that, like stopping and that sort of thing. But in the short amount of games that she has played, she has taken just steps upward. It's yeah, Shania's probably my little pick for improvement this year. It's yeah, great, yeah. All right, well, oh, and of course, Keisha. Keisha's doing a great job. Oh, she's amazing, man. She's just performing brilliantly. It's hard. Like, when I actually met her off ice the first time, and she's this really, she's not very, she looks really imposing in goal. Yeah. But off ice, she's quite small. Yeah, so she's worked really hard with that too. So Keisha's been around for a bit. She's played Brisbane. And um, and uh, when we first came across her, she was so little. And, you know, she's done some, she's gone across to America and um, Europe, you know, to actually do, goalie training camps oh, okay. so and yeah, serious she, stuff yeah and that's another reason why it's really good to play with her you know you know she's you know I'm a lot older than her and she's coming through she'll probably be a starter for Australia team hopefully this year coming mm-hmm. um so I'm pretty I'm kind of happy for her to sort of just step up and you know sh- uh, show us what she's got because um she's worked really hard to have this position and you know she, I just want to see her do some cool cool stuff yeah <laughs> Oh, that's so exciting. And um, so, yep, check out the feeds. Uh, if you go to AWIHL Stream, which is a channel on YouTube, that will be where the games are being broadcast. You can also check out some of the older games that are there as well. And they've been shot brilliantly well, especially the ones from Sydney. I think they get better gear in Sydney so they can actually do live action, slow motion replays and stuff like that as well. So it really looks like the real deal. It's really awesome too. Um, and be sure to subscribe to um, Adelaide Rush on Instagram, Facebook, Facebook. Uh, uh, and uh, if you haven't already subscribed to the Rushcast, we are on iTunes and SoundCloud. So check us out there. Joe, thank you so much for coming in. Great to see you. And if you are going to do the jersey sell-off <laughs> at the end of this year, can I put dibs now on the Joe Phyllis one? I'm trying to build up my collection. So please just remember that before before you post it online. Just give me a quick quick message or phone call or something okay okay it's about to go it's about to go oh good yeah i'll uh, definitely i'll put your name on that one thank you very much that's cool all right well thank you very much for 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 listening i will see you again soon and yeah see you at the game thanks james go rush <laughs>